Welcome back to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Ziobro. And back on the podcast this week, we have Kate Caput. Kate uh, is a friend of the podcast. She was on earlier this season. She's back now that we have a lot more to talk about because it's been quite a season. Thanks for joining again, Kate. Hi. Thanks for having me. Always glad to be here. Yes. And I purposely was like, I, I wanted to squeeze you in this week because I had a feeling that Michael A. was leaving us this week. And like when we first chatted... It was like he had just come on because I think we talked through week like uh, night one, right? So he had just yeah. shown up and you were like, I know of him, but we didn't really get to see much of him in that episode. So now we got to see him a little bit, obviously, and it, I, I had a feeling this would be his last moment. And I was sadly right. They I know. They told us, though, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah, it definitely – I mean, I, I just had a feeling. I think a lot of people had a feeling that he was leaving, but – uh, and then I, I confess, one of my coworkers kind of blew it for me. I don't know if he knew for sure or not. But so just to recap, I am from Akron, Ohio, which is where Michael A. is from. And a bunch of my friends know him. And uh, one of my coworkers was like, oh, yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, your boy's, you know, making it to the finals. And he was like, I don't think he is. And I was like, what? And then the, it was, you know, he went home that night, at the, like right before the men tell all. And so the next day at work, I was like, you blew it for me. And he was like, did you really think he was going to go that far? And I was like, I hoped. So I really liked him. I was so disappointed. But, you know, I was glad that they got it out of the way, I guess, so that he could be at the men tell all because, you know, I, mm -hmm. I wanted to see a little bit more of him. So that was nice, at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's always the upside of like him going home or Andrew S going home. It was like, well, at least we're going to see them again before they, you know, kind of wrap up everything. Because the guys, the guys that end up like one and two or even like one, two, three, like we don't really get the same. Like we, we see them with Katie, like or the lead, whoever the lead is on that season, talking through their like final moments. But we don't get to see them with the guys or with the ladies if it's a bachelor season. And that's to me more interesting. Like I don't like the, the tense conversation with the lead, like the last call kind of discussion is such a tense moment typically that it's not the same as seeing them with like the others from the season. Yeah, I mean, it's also, it's just weird, right? Because the top three people are essentially, like, the main characters of the show. And right. you don't get to see them on the on the mental all. And so while there were plenty of people there who I liked enough, right? I love Andrew S. I liked Michael A. I, I don't even know who else I liked. But, like, there were people there I was happy to hear from. But the top three people who we've, like, seen the most of during the show, they're never there. And that, so it always feels, like, a little bit incomplete, right? It's, like, the, the mm -hmm. beat. CD list of the contestants. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's always. It, I think it it would be lovely to find a way to see them with the rest of the, especially because this is a season that was kind of very much filled with like the dynamic of the guys in the house. I think more so than any other season we've seen. It's been such a unique set of guys, and so it was kind of a bummer to not be able to see them all like collectively there. It feels like a missed moment, but yeah. I, I agree. Know. I also realized, I only realized afterwards that uh, Mike A, Mike, nope, I don't remember what his last initial was. Oh, P. Uh, Mike that P. That he wasn't there, yes, Mike Virgin P. Yeah, he wasn't there. And like, he had just sort of gotten like a big storyline, you know, a little bit all along, but especially right before he left. And then obviously Thomas was like the glaring omission, right? Thomas was only there by video. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I was still glad to see all these guys and to hear from them. I, I know a lot of people don't like the men tell all and the women tell all. I happen to kind of like them. How do you feel about them? Like so, on the whole? I'm always, 
I always complain about them. Like I always am like, eh. like I always say, I always say that they're not necessarily my favorite, but then I do like a lot of moments in them. I just, I think I am always, I'm always disappointed or I don't want to revisit the drama. I think is what I don't like. It's not that I don't like seeing them get together and I like them showing those like I love the blooper moments like where we get to see them like really being people which I feel like a lot of times in the season they're these characters right so we don't get to see them like as people that do silly things and whatever I think they kind of like omit so much of that so I like that and I like when they do like actually confront some of the issues that maybe like maybe they skirted on the season like maybe someone did something wrong I like it when they have them confront those issues and kind of resolve those moments I like that what I don't like is when they just continue to like rehash the same thing over and over again which sometimes we see is kind of a thing that comes up um in the men tell all or women tell all and I don't like that like when they use that you know moment to revisit something that quite frankly I feel like most people are just like over and done with by that point in time and then it just feels like that's like their you know paradise audition and they're just kind of like that's what I really hate there's the people who like barely were present on this season so those are like so I think I'm always just a little bit skeptical going in because I never know if it's going to be worth my time or not (laughs) you know yeah I think I'm always more excited like I always think I'm gonna like it more than I do which isn't to say this one was fine I didn't dislike it but there have definitely been times in the past I always think it's gonna be like all this good juicy behind the scenes stuff and like relationship hashing out and whatever and then a Mm -hmm. lot of the times like you said it is just like the petty drama where you're like I had forgotten about that I don't need to revisit that or like the really catty stuff I like I think back to that season um I don't even remember who the bachelor was. Colton, I guess, uh, where Demi had, there was the one um, contestant, Courtney, I think her name was, who like shoved the pacifier into Demi's mouth. Do you remember this? And it was like very catty, just screaming on stage. And I was like, oh God, why am I watching this? Like, I am an adult. I, you know, it was like one of those moments where I was like, I understand why people judge this show. Um, So I Mm -hmm. always think I'm going to like the tell-alls more than I do. But this one was fine. I found it like overall, like, I guess a little boring, but mostly inoffensive. It was fine. I thought it was fine. I mean, I I just, I liked the moment. So, I mean, it was, it was cheesy. I know we kind of skipped past Michael. Hey, we can go back to him in a minute. But like. Uh, I like the moment with, no, it's okay. Like it's kind of, it's kind of the theme for the night. I feel like, right. Cause I honestly coming in, I was confused. I didn't know what we were, what was going on for the night in general, because, you know, they had teased the whole thing with, with someone leaving. They showed the segment with Michael A. So it's kind of like they, they could have, they could have done it in a way that wasn't just like here, this is what's going to happen. I just felt like they were just spoiling. I hate it when they do that. So I knew that was going to happen, but it made me think something about the promo made me think we were getting hometowns. I thought it was going to be like three hours. I thought it was going to be like hometowns and mental all together. I was very confused about it. So I didn't realize that, oh, they wanted to send Michael A home or have him send himself home so that he could be on the tell all. I didn't realize that was kind of what the the plan was for the night um, until I read some stuff like that morning of the uh, of the episode. So I'm like, oh, OK, this is what <laughs> this is what's happening. Um, so that happened. The conversation happened. And that honestly, like I've seen so many people, by the way, we'll go back to it before we go on to the the mental. Um, I saw some people being really like skeptical about like if the producers did something to manipulate Michael A's son to say something. I just I I, and I didn't get a chance to read up on it. I don't know the logistics of how they have, like, when they have children calling in, like, how they manage that. Like, if it's just, like, their grandparent, like, doing a FaceTime or if it's more, like, if it's more produced than that when they do those moments. But, like, 
if that's something that they interfere in, I don't even want to like that. That just I was like, I don't want to think that that's a thing because I know that production gets in so many things. And we'll talk about some of the things that happened in this episode that they clearly had a hand in. But I, I just really want to think that they would not interfere with a child talking. I mean, this child is the same age as our oldest child. And I'm like, if someone were to mess with them talking to me on a phone call, oh my gosh. So like, there's just not, I just feel like his child is like five years old. So I want to yeah, believe I it's like same thing. nothing shady. I also, I mean, I think the other thing, the thing that I was thinking that I guess I was trying to tell myself too is like, kids oftentimes like only kind of make sense, right? Where like they're trying to say one thing and as your parent, mm-hmm. you know what they're trying to say, but like it doesn't always come out in a way that like makes sense for other people. And so whatever, I guess the way I thought about it was like whatever James, his son said was clearly enough to make him, to make Michael be like, I need to go home. Like, so whatever James was like conveying, mm-hmm. Michael was like, I got to get home. And so I sort of feel like even if they did Frankenbite it a little bit, I think it was just to make it more clear to the listeners because little kids are sometimes unclear. Yeah. Right. And so I I, I think the overall effect is the same. I get if they were like, oh, this doesn't totally make sense. How do we communicate this to people who are watching who like don't speak four year old child? So, you know, at the end of the day, whatever he communicated made Michael want to go home. And I think for me, that was like the. You know, that was clearly not manipulated. Like, I don't think Michael necessarily wanted to go home. Yeah, I I got the sense that he, you know, that he, like, really missed James all along. But even at the beginning of that call, you could tell, you know, he was like, okay, buddy, when I get home from my work trip, we'll, you know, we're going to go on vacation. Oh, when I get home, we're going to take a whole week off together. And then it, like, took this turn where James was like, maybe you don't want to see me. And you could see that he was like, I have to leave now. You know, so however James conveyed that, I think it was still, like, authentic to the spirit of that conversation, at least. But, yeah, it's, like, gross to think about Frank inviting a child, for sure. <laughs> I like to think it was just for clarity and not for manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of them were speculating, not even Frank inviting, but, like, saying that the producer was saying, like, oh, say this to your daddy. Or don't you think this about daddy? Like, like. That they, yeah, they're basically saying that they thought that that they they thought that the uh, pro- the producers had been like baiting him to say certain things, and I'm like, that's oh, that's like gross. too gross, that's real gross. Yeah, so I just I don't like I think they're pretty. I think they'll go pretty low, but to me, I just want to believe that's like off limits. But I, you know, hearing that, I thought was just like unexpected. I wasn't expecting kind of that line of yeah. thinking. Um, but you know, I definitely understood and appreciated to your point like you kind of know your own child and like to me it seemed like his son was being playful about it but if it made his antenna go up and being like oh nope this is when I'm out then you know I definitely don't fault him for that and yeah I really think she thought I really think he would have been maybe even top two yeah like she seemed I don't think I believed that she was going to choose him in the end um, no. but I definitely, the way that she reacted felt like very authentically sad, like the kind of sad where you're just like resigned to it, where you're just like, I'm so upset that I'm turning off my emotions because there's nothing I can do about this. Right. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't the sort of Rachel Lindsay weeping at, uh, Peter Krause or like Desiree weeping to Brooks where you're like, but just stay, but we like each other. Why? You know, it was just sort of like, I think because it was about his kid and because his wife has died, you know, like. It was just sort of like, I, I can't convince this guy to stay. This isn't the right thing to do. She just seemed so like, all right, well, 
bummer, you know? <laughs> yeah. She just seemed, she did seem just so shocked about it. And then she did make a, make a comment that I felt like was kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. I didn't think I would have to feel this. Like, it, it did seem like she went through a phase of kind of flipping it around to being like a lot about herself, which I kind of was like, it's not about you. Um, but she kind of eventually kind of let that go. Um, but yeah, I, and I thought it was interesting though, to see them on stage together talking about it because yeah. you know he does still he seemed he he seemed it was interesting because like obviously this you know that scene with them was taped a while before and then obviously mental law was not taped last night but you know it was more recent um i think it was what end of june um so yeah. basically it, it's more recent and he sounded the same as when he was like telling her mm-hmm. i've I still very much care about you and would love to be with you, blah, 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 as he did when he was talking to her, when he was talking to the, you know, to Tasha and Caitlin. And when he was talking yeah. to her on stage, it just seemed like it was like one to the other. It seemed like it was the same day, basically, which was interesting. And I didn't think that I wasn't expecting that so much. I don't think we see that a ton. I think a lot of times yeah. they kind of look one way and then like they're reflecting and they're like, maybe their feelings are somewhat there, but you know, like, you know, like with Tyler C coming out talking to Hannah Brown, like, you know, he was very much like, you know, like I was hurt in this moment and whatever. I need this time, blah, blah, blah. Like it just it didn't seem like there was any. And obviously Michael A wasn't he's I guess he's hurt because he wasn't able to continue the path that he was hoping to continue with her. I guess it's a little different than being kind of dumped or whatnot along the way. But he just seemed very much like he had continued down the same path, which I thought was interesting. He just has such a different air about him than the other guys on the season. I mean, he's so much older than a lot of the other guys on the season. And it's so apparent. I thought he just has such a different vibe to him. And I find him a very interesting guy. I just, he also is just so well-spoken and like the way he talks, it's just like, I I like to hear him explain things. I feel like uh, one of my friends was like, if he were to be the bachelor, I think he would be such a bore. Like, it would be a boring season. I really like him, but I think he would be a boring lead is what she said. And I was like, but I would love to be bored because he speaks so beautifully. Like I, I would be okay with it. You know, it would yeah. just be like a different vibe about it. Um, so I don't know. It was just interesting to see that exit and then see him back with her, I guess. But yeah, he's very thoughtful. And I, I think you're right. I like usually it's like once they get out of the bubble of The Bachelor, they're sort of like not over it necessarily, but like even like Andrew, you could tell that he like still has some feelings mm-hmm. for her, but was just sort of like, thank you for this experience. Like I'm moving on, you know, or yeah. whatever. Where Michael, it felt a lot more like I'm, I'm still here if you're interested, you know, like, and I yeah. wonder if that's because he didn't really get the closure of being broken up with. He just like sort of suddenly had to leave. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting too. I, I thought Katie was like a little bit brusque with him. Yes. When, I, which I really didn't like. I like, look, a lot of people have a lot of negative feelings about Katie. I don't necessarily, she's not my favorite, but she's certainly not my least favorite. But I really like thought she kind of, I I get, like, I get it. She's with whoever she ended up choosing or whatever. But I don't know. She didn't, it just, like, seemed a little mean. Where I was like, you don't have to be so harsh about it. I was surprised. Like, that when that happened, it just seemed like such a contrast from how she was throughout the, the rest of the episode. And it made me wonder. So I feel like she... And that's why I still I still think that she picks Blake, because I think out of the guys that are left, 
he's the one who would care the the least of her being so complimentary of the guys. Because I think she, throughout her season, she's been sharing on Instagram stories, sharing things that people haven't seen from behind the scenes, sharing, like, nice things about the guys. Like, she shared, actually, she shared tonight, I don't know if you saw on her Instagram stories, that I guess she has a scar on her chest. And so she shared about it saying that she had found a lump and had it removed. And she shared something um, mentioning um, Michael's wife. There's, like, a an organization that he started, a charity. Yeah. Um, related to breast cancer and so she shared about it like share shared a link to the site to support which I thought was super cool like she's she's just been sharing those kind of moments and and like in a way that she couldn't do if she'd ended up with someone like a Greg at least the character that Greg is yeah. playing uh if that is in fact Greg which I don't think it is um but you know someone who's more like insecure and and needs kind of that reassurance I don't think she could have ended up with someone like that in the end because she's been so expressive about the guys. So the fact that she's not being the same way about Michael makes me think that she didn't have that closure either. And so she's trying to like push back a little bit. Yeah, to distance herself. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. I, yeah. I have no idea who she chooses. I'm totally unspoiled, but I, I too. she's got it. I think she's definitely going to end up with Blake. I don't know. Just something. I, I think she definitely likes Greg, but that it's just. I don't know. I think if Katie and Greg met in a bar in Seattle, they'd probably be into each other. But I, I don't think he's going to be the one at the end of this. And look, nobody's even talking about Justin, who I think is a delightful person. But it just like seems so clear to me that Justin isn't even in the running, which is like, maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. I love Justin. But I, to me, it seems very clearly between Greg and Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. And I think, you know, I, I'm not spoiled either, but I just, it's just, it's, they're, so different and I just I don't know I just part of me is is wondering first of all yeah I think Justin like it was a no-brainer that Justin was going to be the next one to go home so now that Michael has self-eliminated like that's why we have so we have this week and then after this week there's they're they're not even labeling one as a fantasy suite week so it's like hometown week and then like finale slash after the final rose so I don't know I don't know if it's like home I don't know what they're doing I'm very confused about sort of the flow of the season I had read or heard or whatever when they were filming that they they wrapped filming a week early because Katie was so sure about who she was choosing, which makes me wonder if like, is it like after their home after hometowns she's just like screw it I know who it is I'm not I'm not taking these other two dudes to fantasy suites like let like let's just do it I don't know I've listened to a couple other podcasts where they're still sure that Greg is going to leave, which would really change the dynamic, right? If, like, if one of the final – because, like, if Justin's not really a contender and then Greg leaves, then it would just be, like – what do you like, do? Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm doing an overnight with the dude who I'm choosing. Let's go. Like, I don't know. So weird. I don't know. I'm very curious because I do think, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it last week on the podcast that, um, you know, she it's, – it's very – clearly different the way she's handling these exits from with the guys that she cares a lot more about and she was so emotional with Andrew S and like basically asking him to stay even though you're like well she wasn't going to pick him so it's like what's the point but she also wasn't ready to let him go and then the one with 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 Michael it's like a little bit different because she wasn't sending him home it's like he was leaving so it's kind of a different dynamic there but like the fact that it's been like so emotional with her like these exits like I just I also don't see that happening with Justin, but I feel like with the other ones, I feel like there's just going to be that conflict because I think she cares enough about them that even if she's making what she the choice she needs to make, I don't know that it's going to be 
the smoothest of exits. And I mean, as someone who is not very good with goodbyes, like I can appreciate that. And like having to say goodbye to this many people is a lot. And then having to do it with people that you actually really are interested in is is weird and uncomfortable. So I mean, I get it. But I think it's just like, I think all of the um, what's the word, all of the promos and all of the plugs around like, oh, it's going to be this like wild end of the season, I think is is probably going to be true. So I'm kind of curious about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. But yeah, this week, yeah, we get this whole reunion. You you know what we didn't see that I was really hoping for. So, you know, people love bloopers and like little behind the scenes things. You know what we didn't get that I had really been hoping for was a montage of Justin's weird facial expressions. We got one of those with McKenna a couple seasons ago when McKenna would do that weird thing with her tongue and her mouth. Why didn't we get more images, zoom ins on Justin Justin. making faces? That's all I want. I wonder if they, I wonder if they didn't do it because he wasn't there, right? Like if he had been, like if they had sent him home instead of Andrew, but I think they really, I think they really needed Andrew on the stage more than they needed Justin on the stage. Yeah, fair. I just, maybe I just wanted like a, maybe I just need to find someone who's done it on Instagram somewhere, like a, 10 photo swipe of just Justin like looking at things with a look of skepticism because that man is really really good at facial expressions he has a rubber face that's great what is his face gonna do when he's sent home I oh sad I don't know I don't want to think I don't want that one to be in the swipe I only want the good happy funny ones just the happy times happy times Yeah. yeah um poor guy poor guy um yeah, because I don't think he would have been as interesting with the guys for mental Justin. I think I don't know. that's true. I, mean, I don't know. I actually get the sense that he's pretty funny and we just didn't see a lot of him. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I really liked that the guys all seem to be friends. That's like something that we got last season, you know, on the last Clayshaw se- season with those men. They also seem to be really tight. Um I don't know. I think that's nice to see. And we haven't been getting it with the women of the last few seasons. No, um, no. Who have been pretty catty and like at, at one another. And so it is at least nice to see uh, that those dudes are, are like actual genuine friends. So that's nice. Connor's it's interesting because there even seemed. Yes. That was such a cute was moment. Cute. I thought them like joining in to sing together on stage. It's like for all of the times we've had musicians on this show, I don't think they've ever like brought them together to sing in that way. I just thought it was super cute. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. And I usually hate the moments where they sing on the show, but I kind of loved all of the Connor singing moments. What I did not like, what I did not like uh, was the lady. Yeah, same. I mean, did you see, I don't know where I saw it shared. Was it you who shared this? Yeah. Yes. The list. Oh my gosh. I'm about to tell you the thing that you shared. You say it. <laughs> So there, it was crazy. So I was reading all of this stuff because like it started getting posted and like I, I had a brief moment and I actually pulled it down off of our Twitter because like at first I was like, he can't like hang out with your random stage, random lady. Um, he's going to hang out on the beach. And they're like, wait a minute. This was taped at the end of July. Paradise was taped before. So people were saying they were like this, like, does this spoil paradise? Because does that mean he can't end up with somebody because he's making out on stage with this random girl? So like there was that whole like conversation. Which oh, I didn't even valid. think about that. Probably valid. I've read no spoilers about anything, but that's just, you know, people people putting timelines together. Fair point. Um, but the way that she was just, like, sitting there with her hair all curled, like, she just seemed, 
it just seemed everything about it seemed so fake and i was like and then she comes down and starts making out with him and i'm like we're still in the middle of a pandemic like things are better but like there's no way there's no way they would be like miking someone up you know traipsing her down if it wasn't already like planned out or whatever and so then you know there was all of that just kind of like the skepticism and then it starts to turn out that not only was there you know was this basically they had put up an advertisement for someone to join it was from central casting um saying the scenario would be as follows one of our cast members was accused of being a bad kisser on the show at the end of a segment with him a young attractive woman possibly you from the audience would stand up and say something to the effect of i saw your kissing on the show i think you're very cute and i know that you're not a bad kisser i love to put that theory to the test right now the woman would then either come down onto the stage to kiss the guy or he would or he would respectfully decline and perhaps accept a hug instead would you possibly come be comfortable in doing this and the answer was yes yes why yes tara kelly would be happy to do so because she has a new song coming out and she would love, would just love for you to put her on the show the night before so that she can make out with Connor. He can comment on her post so more people can see and then people can check out her music. Um, I also posted on our um, our Instagram. She shared, it, it was like, it was like the, the most ridiculous pairing. Like she posted a little thing saying tomorrow and it had like a little picture of the album. And then it had like a, a music video with her like turning around as the next frame. And then she showed a picture of her making out with Connor. Um, and it turns out apparently she's also friends with, I don't watch any of the Big Brother shows, but like uh, apparently she's also friends with someone who is on the current season of Big Brother. It's another association ah. that has been made with her. So all of the fake. So I, and it just wasn't necessary. I don't blame her because, like, in some ways, I'm sort of like, yeah, good for you for tying that into the release of your like. All right, that's a pretty smart marketing scenario. But like, yeah, ugh, it was just funny. So cheesy. It felt like I was listening to um, what podcast was it? Do you ever listen to Dear Shandy? It's with Charlene Joint no. from One Thousand Season, the opera. Yeah, I love her. her I just husband. that's fun. Yeah, yeah. So she and her husband have like a rela- a relationship advice podcast. Um, but okay. they've just started recapping The Bachelor, too, in between. And Amazing. it's delightful, right? Because she's been on the show, and so she has, like, interesting insight. But also, she's, like, a very normal, cool person. And her husband, I think this mm-hmm. is his first time watching the season, like, in real time. And so he's pretty funny. Um, but anyway, she, um, what? how was this related? What was I going to say? Wow. Uh... <laughs> I have no idea now. Uh, wow, I have no idea. Well, she was saying that, sorry, that's great for a podcast, geez. Um, so she was, one of the things that she was saying too was like, oh, for, first of all, they said like, oh, it felt, just felt like very Jerry Springer. And I was like, actually, that is the best way to describe it, where it's like bad acting, but like yeah. just good enough that you're like, is everybody in on this? Like, it was just weird. But then she also pointed out, like, I don't know, as somebody who in back in the day used to occasionally make out with a stranger in a bar or something, like, this was still just such a weird way to make out with a stranger. It was, like, this, like, really passionate, intimate kiss, but with a total stranger, it, like, just looked all wrong. And I don't know. But then do you think Connor knew? He was the only one I couldn't tell. It was, like, maybe oh, yeah. he genuinely didn't know. And then when I read that, the casting call, I was like, oh, maybe he actually didn't know. What do you think? I, I, 
I kind of think that he knew. I kind of think because it was just too, it was too staged out. It was too like he he was like, oh, I went home and I called, you know, these two people I had dated before, and they told me I wasn't a bad kisser, but I still don't know. It just seemed. In fairness, just that's too exactly scripted. what I would do if I were. Don't you think that that's exactly what you would do if you were accused on TV of being a bad kisser? I would definitely text some ex-boyfriends who I'm on good terms with and be like, can I, can you just, can you weigh in here? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's curious. Like he totally knew. Yeah. I was. Um, he may, I, maybe he knew. The part of the casting call where it said like, or you may accept a hug instead. Yeah. Made me think that he actually maybe didn't know it was coming. Um, and because he also just like, I don't know. He's a little awkward in general, but like his face was red. He was like sort of like flushed and stumbly and mumbly. And I thought, oh, maybe he's the only one who doesn't know. But either way, I hated it. They didn't need to do yeah. that. There was no. I, no I was laughing because I, I tweeted. I said, pretends to fake surprise. And I put, maybe Greg can accept, can suggest an acting coach for me. And I was laughing because. Oh, <laughs> I was laughing because uh, I, Kate and I were talking before we started the podcast because I shared out the end credit reel on our Instagram and our Twitter and it's gone crazy and my phone's been blowing up overnight, which has been fun. But um, Greg reshared it on both the channels and I was like, did he see my tweet? <laughs> I don't think he did. Oh, did but burn on my other social media account, Greg? We're on to you. It made me laugh. I was like, hi, Greg. <laughs> You know, I, I I love that they shared that piece of your that was the end credit was the best like I was like it was amazing smiling along with it and I always feel like why don't they give us more of this I want a whole show that is this like bring some joy back to the bachelor and the bachelorette and, and that's actual people being yes funny. yes yes that's what people have been commenting consistently on both the posts right. like give me I want I want two hours of this like this is what I'm yeah. more interested in like I don't want to watch the squabbling like I want to watch them doing this they're like I want to watch Andrew S and his ridiculous horrible British accent like they're like we just want more of those kind of moments and I mean it's it's clear that you know as much as we saw kind of the negative angles around Hunter like the guys seemed to really like him even though they were obviously yeah. annoyed at him at points it was I it, they just kind of seemed like they're almost like a bunch of brothers hanging out in the house because it's like they, yeah. they were kind of squabbling with each other, but they like each other at the same time. It's just like this interesting dynamic. Yeah, I would love to see way more of that. But this show just takes itself so seriously, right? It's like yeah. all the manufactured drama. I'm like, people would be just as happy slash happier to watch the non-manufactured joy. Like, just give me the like, yeah, real genuine funny instead of this like manufactured intense drama. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I, I kind of hoped that when Chris Harrison uh, unceremoniously left, that maybe like the show would, yeah, I, I, maybe they just can't, maybe they just can't change too many Doesn't things at it. once. But I, I thought maybe it would also be an opportunity to be like, what if we just like kind of took the sticks out of our asses and like you know we're a little bit more like fun with this show but they don't seem to be going in that direction no they don't seem to know how to do that no also for as bad as andrew uh, as andrew's british accent was everybody else in that scene had a way worse british accent yes but it was this was, was terrible it was so great though i just loved everything about yeah. it i loved it I loved it so much. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I'm always bummed when like the the credits roll, like the final, like the final end rolls at the end. You're like, oh, it's over already. <laughs> it's like tear. Yeah. Um, what else happened? I mean, 
we see Aaron and Cody like re confront. Like I still don't care about yeah. that. Like we rehash their confrontation that we didn't know what it was about in the first place. I didn't need to revisit that. It didn't really. And like, I, if they had actually offered some information that would have made it more interesting, okay. But they didn't really give us any more info anyway. You know. Also, what did Aaron? Aaron said something like, "You." He shared something offensive on social media, and then he said, "Like it was disturbing." I was like, well, "That's like a creepy word." Like, I, I, what could Cody have shared? I don't know. He, well, he said um, something like, about how he was like said that he was going to go on the show and that his his profiles were going to blow up or something like that. Like, that's not really disturbing. Like, yeah, that's not just that's like annoying. But disturbing made it sound to me like he. I don't know. Maybe I just enjoy too much true crime. But the word disturbing has like a different <laughs> meaning for me. I was like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so, yeah. I, no. don't, I don't know. I didn't need that. And. You know, I, they, they kept showing Brendan, and I'm like, I still don't really care about Brendan. I just, it's yeah. too late. Quit too little, to, too late. Quit trying to make Brendan happen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, also, James, James, like, so seriously hated Hunter. And, like, look, I get it. Hunter wasn't particularly enjoyable through, like, the, his final episode and a half. But he was sort of like, yeah, this show kind of brought out the worst in me. I did some things I wish I hadn't have done. I kind of lied. I'm really sorry. And James just like went so hard. And I was like, listen, box guy, pipe down. Like, I, don't, I also don't need this much from you. Don't care I'd about rather you see more. Yeah. Give me more scenes of like dudes like laughing with each other in the house. I don't need to hear the box guy and the Canadian, the, the Canadian firefighter shout at people. No. No, I just don't no. need more of that either. Um, oh, my goodness. I was going to say something else that I just completely forgot. Was it about Thomas? We can talk about, about Thomas's that. video appearance. So, we'll talk about Thomas. So I did think that what Thomas did is probably the smartest thing he could do. Because Agreed. I, I don't think they've announced him. There's no way he's not on Paradise. Like, Have they officially announced him on Paradise? I don't know if they've announced him. So I'm spoiler free for this season of The Bachelorette, but I unfortunately, and I won't, I won't reveal any spoilers. Yeah, uh, I did unfortunately catch some spoilers about of Bachelor Paradise. Paradise. And so all I will say is one of those spoilers is about Thomas, which means that Thomas is clearly on the beach. So yeah. yes, I don't think they've announced him yet, but he was definitely there. I'm like, there's no way he's not on the beach. And so to me, I'm like, if he's going to be on the show, I, I think it's such a weird thing. And I don't think I have thought about this so much in prior seasons, but like with the like timing of how everything plays out, it's like bachelor in paradise is already taped. Like there's all these layers of kind of what happens down there. And like all of these guys, as much as they're talking about how things were on this season, a lot of them have had this additional time to bond on the beach that yeah. we haven't seen yet. So that's kind of a layer of that dynamic. Cause they all seem so close and it's, well, it makes sense because they just spent like how long together on the beach. Um, right. A bunch of them. And so it's like whatever played out on the beach with him, assuming he's there, like if he is a prominent player there, like why would he want to, like if he had such a, you know, all these layers of complication with him not being in the most positive light for the season and not walking away with people liking him the most, like maybe he's holding out for like this redemption edit on Bachelor in Paradise or whatever plays out there he just wants like people to kind of take it in for that versus adding the layer of something going on for this where it could backfire on him right if he's sitting in the room with the yeah. people it's a different like it was this I think it was the smartest move I mean I think 
Like, there's no way that they didn't want to have him in the room for it because, like, yeah. if you're, I, I thought they were going to give him the Olivia Caridi treatment, which is where they were going to, like, yeah. you know, traipse him out, like, towards the end of the, the episode, like, have the drama of him having to walk in and them kind of, like, almost like the sharks, like, swarming around him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I thought that was what was going to happen. And then when they just, like, showed him and it was, like, this, like, it kind of felt like it was a game show and we were phoning a friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand why we're doing the video calls, uh, like particularly in a pandemic era, but they always sort of feel that way. That's a good way to describe it. (laughs) They're always like a little cheesy. Especially because he was such a, like a focus of this season to have it just be like, and here's Thomas on the side display behind us. And, and it just kind of, it felt like such a lame conversation and they didn't really push him the same way as they would have in the room. I felt like, and um, I think he got off so easy. And I mean, I don't know, they did they did kind of go hard on him in passing in some of the leading up like discussion, but like with the guys just talking in general about what was going on in the house. Um, but yeah, I think him not having to face it and be part of the back and forth on that, he got off so easy, I think. I will say though, Katie has not been kind to him no. in talking about him. No. I was it Nick Vial's podcast. God, also, it does it sound like I listen to every single Bachelor podcast ever? Jeez. Um, <laughs> but on Nick Vial's podcast, um, when Katie was a guest, which like was an interesting conversation of its own for a number of reasons, but she like re I think that's this is the episode it was. She really went hard about how like she felt bad for any woman who ever dated Thomas down the road. Mm. If Thomas was on the beach, she felt bad for anyone who got involved with him. Like she really like doubled and tripled down on her negative feelings about Thomas, which kind of makes me wonder if there was like stuff we didn't see about like about Thomas because I, I don't know. I, I just it I feel like she was way angrier than, like, we saw him. Uh, not that show. he was great. Yeah, like, he didn't. He did some, like, kind of crappy stuff. But, again, she mostly heard it through hearsay from the other guys. And so the, the level of anger that she feels toward Thomas feels kind of, like, confusing to me. Yeah. But she has definitely talked a lot of crap about him elsewhere. And so even though he got off uh, kind of easy on the episode, on the tell-all, She's not letting him off easy no. in other conversations about him. Because he's, she's made comments about like, oh, you know, I'm fine with all of my, all of my friends dating my boy, my ex-boyfriends on the beach or whatever. And she's like, you know, hope they have a great time with them all, except for Thomas, basically. Like, she's just like, yeah. she's always like, except for Thomas. Like, she always has the disclaimer. Yeah. So, yeah, she definitely does not like him. And I don't, I mean, I understand it. But also, I don't know. I just is he that much worse than the other people? I just want to know the rest of the story. I think this was disproportional to me, her anger versus like what we saw of him. And so I'm kind of like, are we missing a big Thomas piece that just like somehow didn't make it on screen? Probably. Um, Yeah, probably. That's a good point. Yeah. I feel like there's some, I feel like there's something I'm always curious to see like once they're, once the leads are out of their contracts, like what they let slip in like media interviews on down the line. So maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get like a gem a few years from now where she tells us something that we're like, Oh, okay. That reminds me, this is off, off topic from this tell all, but like, do you remember during the pandemic when pilot Pete teased that also it's still during the pandemic, but you know what I mean? Like during the peak kind of quarantine, pilot Pete like teased the date when his, non-disclosure agreement would end he like teased that like all the behind the scenes tea was coming then he just like never 
No, never, never did, did it. Like, I remember the date came and went, and people were like, anything, and just got nothing. I don't know. What a, what a. Well, and, and he has that, he has that podcast, video. right? With yes, like him and with Dustin. Dustin? Dustin, yeah, they're roommates in New York. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he just never revealed. Like, I don't know. I don't listen to their podcast, but I feel like by now I would have heard on another podcast if if he had revealed anything big and crazy, but he never has. It would have popped up in, like, because I get all, I have Google alerts set up for for my company that I, you know, where I work, and then I have Google alerts set up for The Bachelor, (laughs) <laughs> and th- this is what my, my, my email is filled with. And, um, and, th- and like, that's my email. And my head is just filled with every kind of obscure fact about Britney Spears right now. So that's kind of my life. But, um, <laughs> but um, I haven't seen anything about, about that yeah. at all. So I feel like, I feel like there's no way that he would have come out with stuff like that. And it wouldn't have been covered. I mean, considering yeah. we had so <laughs> many, so many outlets covering every little bit of the, back and forth with him and Kelly Flanagan. Like, there's no way that it wouldn't have been covered somewhere. Two Black Girls, One Rose, which is one of my favorite recap podcasts, they always start out with Bachelor Nation news, you know, like, just to get the good stuff out of the way up front. And, like, definitely we would have heard if, because they were, like, really hard on Pilot Pete. Um, But, yeah, never, never, he never revealed anything. Bummer. So, I don't know. Mm. I I feel like Katie might. I, I I can foresee... Katie having things to say on TikTok or her Instagram videos when, oh, yeah. when she's allowed to. So I'll be curious. Yeah, it'll be good to see. It'll be good to see. What did you think about um, Tasha and Caitlin as hosts for the tell-all? Because I know you've talked about, you know, kind of how you felt about them through the episodes and, you know, this season in general. But yeah, I, I at least thought they were better than I thought they were going to be for the tell-all. I liked them more than I expected. I do think they didn't push them like didn't push the questions as much I thought they were a little softer and I was what I didn't like the most and like not I feel like this is like a stereotypical thing that people always complain about with ladies but which I don't want to do but like I do think they've done a good job I think all season of kind of letting Katie shine and I think Katie has a very different sense of style and I think her style I kind of feel like and and maybe I'm wrong but my perception is like it seems like more of her true sense of style has become more in play throughout as the season has progressed and like she's wearing more like very casual t-shirts and stuff like that which is totally fine but I think it's just it's 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 a harder balance when you have two ladies hosting who are very like fashion like very much focused on fashion and so I felt like that was I thought distracting in this episode because they were wearing these like it also felt like a Christmas theme like people were posting about (laughs) like like, why are they like it was like the two of them in red and then and then Katie was in green. And I was like, you know, it's like yeah. Christmas in July. You know, it was just like one of those right. weird things. But I just I found it very distracting because they seemed like they had been dressed up in a fancier way than Katie was. Yeah. And I felt like that was a moment where she was dressed up and they could have dressed her up more and adjusted them down. And yeah. I thought they didn't handle that appropriately. And I found that distracting. And I also what I didn't like. And it's not that I don't like them, but I found it wildly inappropriate that they showed the whole footage and, and focused on Caitlyn's engagement. Like, I did not I, feel like that was a was right weird. moment for that. No, it was super you know? weird. But also not, like, not out of character for the show in general. Like, remember when they had Ashley and Jared get engaged on the beach in front of Kevin Wendt, who was, like, 
her ex-boyfriend and Bachelor in Paradise, right? Like, yeah. they do weird things like that all the time where you're sort of like, this isn't your time. What are you doing here? Um, I, I, like, I thought it was dumb that they put it in there, but I was willing to give it a pass just because I actually really like Jason Tardick. And so I was like... Yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad to see you again, and this is cute, fine. But it did feel really long. Like, it felt like it was a yes. very long segment. And I was like, oh, I guess this was only, like... A minute and a half it was fine but it, it felt it felt weird it just stood out when it happened I was like are, are we done is this the end of the oh well because I just <laughs> it was I yeah. felt like there were so many surprises because I didn't really I didn't really know what to expect coming in I'm like wait a minute okay I guess we're just doing this thing with Michael A then we're doing the tell-all and then this came up and I was like are we done like where are we going so I just kind of felt a little bit you know kind of bounced around and yeah, I mean, and obviously, like, I'm happy for the two of them. And there was a little bit of a connection, I guess, because he had been on the date this season. So, I mean, it wasn't like he hadn't been on there. But it just, it felt weird because, you know, all season, I mean, yes, they've kind of had moments where Rotasha and Caitlin have talked about sort of their history on the show and kind of how it plays into helping Katie through her, you know, her journey. But um, I just, it was just a weird moment where it just kind of, more so than anything else, it, it just kind of took me out of like thinking of them as like the co-hosts and it became more of like a it's about yeah. them kind of thing. And that shift was hard, I thought. But but it was a cute moment, just the same. But, yeah. um, you know, it was kind of a weird segue then to go back to like talking about Katie and her season. Right. After that, I was just kind of like, you know, this is I feel like we've kind of been it's like we're on a roller coaster and we just got jerked like side to side. I just kind of yeah. I needed a minute. Um, it's kind of but all around. Yeah, I just, and it just, it, I think my main frustration with it was, I mean, to your point, it did feel a little long, and I was kind of like, you know, I, there were some of the guys that, I don't know, we didn't even, I mean, I was curious why Mike P wasn't there at all, like, there were, yeah. um, and, and I mean, that has nothing to do with, obviously, this segment, but just thinking about, like, what that time could have gone to, and, like, getting to see some more uh, conversations with the guys, I'm sure there's something that could have been shared and done with that, whether it was just a minute yeah. and a half or whatever, like, that we didn't get to see because they showed that instead. And I'm like, I already saw this. I, I follow them on social media. I've seen this clip. I think it's cute, right. but you know. <laughs> you know what clip I actually thought was really charming that we, like I thought was funny. Um, so the, the whoa, challenge, right? We revisited the whoa, challenge. Um, am I allowed to say those words here without being bleeped? I the, think so. Well, well, I still, I, we still have an explicit rating on our podcast because of JJ Lane. Okay. I haven't reached out to Apple to get it adjusted because he just like wow. randomly. He, this is like from years ago, um, but oh he was God. just randomly dropping f bombs in the segment that we taped with him at this bar, and so I, I was like, so I put the explicit rating on the pot, but I don't know how to fix it because that's literally the only one where it's like. Bah, bah, bah. So anyway, right now, totally fine. Like. Great. And we I'm going to say, say could, yeah, go for it. Okay, the week off whacking off challenge. There you go. Make your explicit <laughs> rating worth it. Um, so Boom. we revisited. I mean, so I thought, there you go. I thought the challenge <laughs> itself was like so dumb when they were doing it. I yeah. was kind of like, why? What are we doing? But I thought that um, clip of, you know, when they're all at the podiums and they're like, so, you know, and the drag queens are like, yes. so who has failed the challenge? And everybody is sort of like doesn't want to admit it. And Michael A is just very like kind of unabashedly like puts his hand right up and was like, what? What? I, di I didn't make it. And then was like really funny. The, like, the back and forth between them was just so cute. I thought it was really cute. I've never I really already like Michael A and I never liked him more than in that conversation about him failing at the 
masturbation challenge. I thought I thought it was really funny. I totally thought I thought it was going to be another moment for Blake to be like, "I am man, love sex." Like he just he like that just he just <laughs> that's just the vibe he gives like, off to me, and it just. So I thought it like, was going to be him. Loving man vibe. Yes, yes, he is, and it drives me. Like, I just want him to tone it down just a little bit. Like, I mean, at least, yeah. like, I know what I'm getting with him. I mean, I guess it's it's nothing but consistent. But, like, I yeah. just, I really thought it was going to be him. And so that's why I, I was completely floored when it was Michael. I was like, never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. Yeah. It's like the whodunit of never I'm, saw it. Yes. Was, was that a pun? Was that a pun yes. to go with your, <laughs> your rating? Um, yeah, so uh, I had another another Bachelor podcast that I was listening to, um, uh, Bachelor Party. Uh, Juliet Littman is the host, and she had Ben Higgins on to talk about that challenge, where she was like, "Why did they do this on the show? Did you listen to this episode by any chance?" No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, so she had Ben Higgins on just to talk about like. Uh, self-gratification in the Bachelor Mansion during his time. She was like, why did they do this? Like, what was the, was this a problem? And he was like, oh, yeah, I mean, a plumber came and had to talk to us about the shower being clogged. And Juliet and her, she has like a co-host on Thursdays, Callie Curry. Juliet and Callie were blown away. They were like, sorry, what? And he was like, (laughs) Yeah, like a plumber had to come out, like the the shower was all backed up and he had to tell us to like quit whacking off in the shower so much. <laughs> it was so gross, but also so funny. If you have not listened to this episode, it's still relevant. It's still funny. <laughs> it was the same thing. Like, I don't know why this is not a topic I would have thought would be charming, that I would have thought to be charming. But just like Michael A., Ben Higgins has never been more charming than when talking about the plumbing issues in the Bachelor Mansion. So apparently this is a real problem that they've experienced. It's so weird and so gross. See, okay, so this is like a prime example. I mean, and I don't know, maybe this is a problem of like prime time on ABC. Like, but but I mean, some of the racy things that they show on the show, like, I, I don't know. I think they could figure it out. Although, you know, we did have the black box around Blake's drawing last week. So I don't know. You never know. But around all of his art. No all idea of his what art. his art. We'll never see it. I feel like it's like the running joke. Whatever it is, I mean, it could be totally fine. And they're just like, we're just going to black box it again. Um, on Instagram, Blake, show me what your art was. I know. It's like, Katie did that, right, from her night one of on her season. She put it up on Instagram. Um, right. So I just, I don't know, for all of the, like, petty back and forth that we did see, like, give us more context for this. Because, like, the whole challenge, I was like, this is dumb. Like, why are we talking yeah. about this? Like, I get it, but I don't really need to know. And, like, why are we focusing on this? And it just seemed like a waste of energy. So, like, that is interesting context. They could have, like, I don't know, right. made a joke about it. Like, I'm sure the ladies, like – you know, we have two former leads and obviously the current lead, like they, they they could share like a little bit of a tidbit, a little bit of a context for it. It just seemed like out of nowhere. So Especially because Caitlin was a lead in the Bachelorette Mansion. We're like, I'm guessing it's not a plumbing problem, I hope, a plumbing problem in the hotel where they all have individual hotel rooms. Yeah. But like Caitlin came from the Bachelorette Mansion. She could have told a story. Like, and again, they work around all kinds of things on primetime TV. I feel like I don't know. Caitlin's a pretty decent storyteller. They could have, they could have figured that figured out. So out. We had a little bit more context to make it like funnier and not just like so weirdly out of the blue. Because the way that they did, because knowing that from Ben, like after hearing Ben tell that story, I was like, okay, this is really funny. And then watching that clip with Michael A, I was like, okay, they like had a good time with this. This is a funny back and forth. 
But instead, the way that they presented it on the show, it just felt like, don't forget, Katie's sex positive. Here we are talking about sex again. You know, like, yeah. it just felt like a gimmick where it could have been like a funny gimmick. Um, I don't know. But if you haven't listened to that episode of Ben Higgins, it was really funny. I kind of recommend it. It's kind of, it's so out of like what you would expect for him. I think that's what makes it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, er, like, I've heard him like, talk on so many shows, but like obviously never yeah. about anything like that. So he, also, he like clearly he's like very open about it, but then kind of like every once in a while gets a little bit embarrassed where he's like, am I allowed to say that? Is it OK <laughs> if I said that? That's kind of gross. I'm sorry. Should I not say like just like in between like every couple sentences? He's like, is that OK that I said? <laughs> I don't know. I just really liked it. But it has to be so weird to like have a podcast of your own and go on other people's podcasts and not know the same like ins and outs of what's okay to not yeah. what's not okay to say within each of them Especially and like because yeah. yeah Ben's podcast is like super like technically super family friendly he's on like iHeartRadio where they can't swear they can't like they bleep things out they don't even run things that they have to bleep out like they're not allowed to talk about anything yeah. I feel like um, where it's sort of like. We're all adults here. Most of your listeners are still like, I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't know. Maybe they have teenagers listening. But I'm kind of like, eh. But then, yeah, when you go on other po- – like, Juliet's podcast is owned by The Ringer, and they mm. swear all the time. They don't like, care. Whatever. So, right. So, yeah, it's got to be a little bit hard to She's sort like, of like bring adjust, it on. <laughs> right, adjust yourself conversationally. So, yeah, I've never really heard Ben talk – uh, like that and it, it I think that's probably what made it extra funny I'll have to check it out I haven't got like it's so funny like to do a podcast every week I don't listen to a ton of them because I don't have a commute right now and that's when I really listen okay. to podcasts so um yeah. so I haven't been listening to as many but you know that one sounds like one I should check out because it sounds worthwhile so I have to check it out as I've clearly revealed during this conversation I listen to a lot of bachelor and bachelorette podcasts um and it means also so now there's like no downtime between seasons anymore but when there are like when there is downtime between seasons i literally have like no podcast to listen to like it's either it's all bachelor nation or all true crime those are my only two speeds and so on off seasons it's just me listening to murders and then you know switching back to reality tv well, I've just started, I did listen to my first episode of Be There in Five. I don't know if you know of Be There in Five. Oh, um, I know of it because the host is friends with my cousin, but I've never listened to it. Oh, I just people listened to it, it the other day. Um, people love it. And I like it because it's got, I mean, I've listened to like one episode, like what do I know? But um, it's its focused on sort of like pop culture references, which I like. And it's like not, like when, when I first started listening to it, I jumped ship on because I was like, I don't feel like this should be my first episode. And it was all about, uh, it was like a bonus episode that she released. And we're, we're totally going off on a tangent here, but I love it. Um, it was all about Stars Hollow fanfic. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my God, I feel like this shouldn't amazing. be my I was like, I feel like this shouldn't be my first episode, but I'm totally coming back to this. But it's just like like a nostalgic, like throwback kind of thing. So I'm excited yeah. that I think I've decided I think I'm going to start trying it out as my non-bachelor, like just kind of like all-encompassing kind of podcast nice. listen, which I think I need because, yeah. I mean, I do try to listen to stuff occasionally that has like a new slant to it. But like, come on, I feel like there's so much going on right now that I just yeah. don't want to be like entrenched in everything that's super like heavy and deep. So, you know, but I felt like I needed something that was not bachelor. Yeah, I know where to find news. You know, like there are other sources yeah. for me to find news. Like I want my podcast to be sort of entertainment. And so, 
Yeah, I listen to a lot of Bachelor podcasts. There are a lot of great ones out there. I've listened to hers for a long time, even before, like, since long before I was a guest. Thank so you. it's always fun, like, whenever you and I, inter- we're, f- like, fully, we've followed each other for a while now, but I'm always kind of like, my podcaster friend, which is funny. <laughs> Been listening to your sister for so long. But, yeah, I, uh, it's fun. I don't know. It's great. Well, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to talk about from this episode, though. Um it was just such really? a mishmash, right? Yeah. Like usually, I feel like, you know, when you go through episodes, you go through them kind of in order of what happened. And this was just sort of like, and then this, and then this, and what about this, right? It was all over the place. So nothing else stands out yeah. to me. Um, what are you looking forward to in terms of hometown? Uh, you know, I, I'm bummed that we won't get to see Andrew S.'s family. I was, I was thinking we were going to get to see them. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm trying to think of who, I mean, I, I am curious to see Blake's family because I feel like it's not going to be anything that we expect. Like, I just feel like he's such a strong personality that I feel like his family, I feel like it's not going to be strong and it's going to be weird. I just feel like there's gotta be some kind of contrast there. Um, I, I don't, I feel like Greg's family is going to be boring. (laughs) I don't know. Um, He, he's from, He's from Edison, which is, like, not very far from where I live. Um, it's, like, 30 minutes away. Um, so I – and also, P.S., do we know what how this is happening? Like, are they actually traveling or are the families coming to them? I haven't seen anything that's, like, mentioned it. So I'm talking about, like, how it's, like, 30 miles away from me, but I don't know if it's even relevant. I, I wondered the same thing, and I was trying to figure it out from the um, promo. I didn't look it up because mm-hmm. I feel like – the only place that you can ever find that information is from Reality Steve, and I don't want his accidental spoilers. I don't know. Um, so I tried, yeah. I tried to like use context clues. I think that they're still on the. I, I think that they're still in New Mexico because the decor of like the rooms that they were in for each of like when they were showing their parents. Like, they all still had that sort of, like, southwestern vibe to them. And I was kind of like, there's no way. Okay. Well, this was before we knew that the left. But I was like, there's no way that that is the decor in Akron, Ohio, or in Edison, New Jersey, or in Canada, where Blake lives, right? Like, and that's the other thing. I, I feel like they probably couldn't get yeah. everybody and, like, cast and crew over the border to Canada during the pandemic. So I'm pretty sure that they're still yeah. in New Mexico. There. But yeah, they haven't mentioned it at all. That and they're sense. still calling it hometowns. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whatever. I think they've just given up on the fact that it's not really actually in a hometown and they're like, whatever, people get it. Um yeah. I, and I'm just not invested in Justin. Like I like I, I, I'm invested in watching his face, like make expressions, but I don't care about his family. Really, Sorry, Justin. I really like Justin, but I feel so confident that she's not gonna pick him that it makes it hard to care about like, I'm sort of like, oh, bummer. Like, I don't need to get invested in your family because I I know you're not going to end up with her. Yeah. Um, just because we haven't seen anything of their chemistry. So, yeah, I, I don't care quite as much. Um, I did hear you- on the hometown front that uh, they're traveling a little bit for Michelle's season. So oh, that's really? exciting. Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'm excited about her yeah. season. I am, too. I, I'm more excited. Yes, I read – Aren't there like 35 guys on her season? That is too many. I did not read that. That is too many. I'm like, that is more than like, like, because I always like try to like make notes and then make, I mean, I haven't done it in a long time, but like there was a time when I would, you know, put down and do like a little sheet with each of them and put like a little, like the top line blurbs from their bio. And then as they were eliminated, I would like cross them off. Um, And I love that. And like, I just haven't had time to do that lately. But um, 
the fact that they keep adding more guys to the list is making that more and more impossible for me to go back to doing because it's like yeah. 35 come on um yeah. I, I we're never gonna know who these guys are for the first like five weeks we're gonna be like who who like unless they're gonna commit to putting their names up on screen every time they like come across like i don't have time like that's too many people <laughs> Nick and I all pointed out, too, that, like, when you start with that many people, there's no way to, like, narrow it down quickly. So they're going to hometowns, and Greg is the only person who's had two one-on-ones. And it used to be that, like, by now, all of the top three had had two one-on-ones for the most part. And so, like, when you just keep starting with more people, there's no way for – they already get so little time together before they're expected to get engaged – that, like, I just can't imagine mm-hmm. how adding more people to the mix makes it more likely that you'll fall in love. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Or, I don't know, that to me it's like, are they trying to ensure, like, maybe maybe part of it they're trying to overcompensate for the fact they end up with so few people at the end of the season. You know? Maybe. It's like if she decides to, you know, knock them off right and left like Katie, then it's like there's more people left standing. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to, like, up their chances of sort of, like, finding big stars, right? Like, because The Bachelor has sort of, like, now that everybody, like, the big people sort of, like, become these characters, you know, I guess if you start with 35 Mm -hmm. people, then, like, there's got to be some, like, Instagram stars in the mix or whatever, but, or, like, the next Ben Higgins in the mix, but I don't know. Right. That's too many people. Well, and, like, to me, I'm wondering, does that mean – I would love to know, and, you know, they never reveal this, but maybe this is something that, you know, after the end of the season, you can comb back through and it'll be in the good old, you know, Reality Steve archives. Like, is is that going to mean that they're going to finish at, like, 10 in the morning that first night? Because that that has to mean that it's going to impact the length of taping. Right. These poor – like, you can already see when they leave the mansion, well, the you know, wherever they're recording, they leave it, like, bra- in broad daylight when you know they started at dinner time yesterday. I'm like, what a miserable experience. It's so funny. I always, I always like, pull myself off the couch the first night because I'm always tired because it's just, it's, like, mentally a lot because you're, like, all these people. It's, like, a lot coming at you. And I'm always like, man, I'm so tired. I got to go up and go to sleep. And then I think about, I'm like, those those poor people, like, they had so much more that they went through. And I'm sitting here being like, woe is me. I had to, like, remember all 35 of them. Like, that's so hard. Right. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I can't even imagine being them. I think I would lose my mind. Um, but I'm excited to see it. I haven't had a chance to really look at Michelle's guys yet. A lot of people like them, seem interested in them. Yeah, I think they were just released, what, yesterday or today? I haven't had a chance yeah. to look yet. So hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll already have some opinions on them. I love kind of like... I don't know, just like going through and figuring out. I think they only release the photos, right? Not the bios. So someone maybe I'm was wrong. T- no, someone was tweeting and I forget who it was, but you know, I get I get random things like plugged to me on 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 Twitter. And like um, someone had like a whole photo. Like am I just judging them on their faces? Yeah, okay. someone must have, re- like, they must have released something. I don't know if it was, like, full bios or, like, mini bios, but, like, it seemed like this person was tweeting a series of, like, photos and, like, a blurb of sorts. And, like, maybe, yeah. to be honest, eh, maybe I'm going to walk it back. Maybe they're, they were writing a blurb. That's what it was. Just kidding. I don't think they released the bios. I think this person was just writing a blurb with, like, their 
first reactions to like seeing these people. So, okay, so that's what I was going to say. That's what I feel bad about. I don't want to yeah. just like look at a, like a, a list of 35 photos and be like, hot, 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 no, ew, yes, great. Like that <laughs> makes me feel like a jerk. So, I mean, I'll probably still look, but I'm not going to form any opinions uh, until, until bios. So yeah. also there are often people who like, the photos that they use are so often so bad. And I'll look at someone's photo and be like, ugh. And then when they're on the show in motion, you're like, oh, he's hot. They look, well, they take the worst photos. So, I mean, I don't. I think they were better the past few seasons because I don't think they had them come in to take photos. I think they took their own, right? Yeah. So they've been better. But, you know, once they go back to, like, you know, being able to do, like, normal times, like, they'll have them come in and they'll take those terrible photos again. So I've been enjoying them, like, seeing them at least more like them as people. But to be fair, like, it was funny. Like, Katie's guys, I I looked at their pictures going in. I'm like, these are not cute guys. And, like, seeing them in motion, I'm like, oh, way better. So, you know, I always try to, like, come in with an open mind um, somewhat, you know, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see it. Michelle is such a sharp lady that I kind of have I have yeah. I have high um I have a high level for her men and if they don't, you know, keep up with it, I kind of feel like that's probably maybe part of why they pick 35 guys. I just think they keep screening these guys and missing things. And so like part of me wonders yeah. do they pick 35 guys so that if something comes up in the interim they can just be like, "Oh, he is mysteriously not here. Look, it's 34." You know, so yeah. um so I maybe that's part of it too because then that way they have them all quarantined. They have a bunch of people and then it's like if someone gets covid, if someone decides they don't want to come, whatever, they just have like a bigger pool to start with. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Just because we're seeing 35 now doesn't mean there will be 35 there on night one. Um, I am excited, though. The other thing that I was excited about, so I'm looking forward to Michelle's season. But before that, I'm really excited for Bachelor in Paradise. I've missed it so much. I I really got so excited watching the tell-all when I saw the commercials for Bachelor in Paradise. It started out with, like, this beach has been empty for two years or something. It was, like, so dramatic. And I really, like, I got really hyped. I was like, oh, I can't I'm excited. Wait. <laughs> I just, too. I love the show. It's such a fun, like, silly show. I just, I, I enjoy it so much. Um, so it'll be nice to have it back. I, I enjoy that we're going to have Wells there. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I might, I might be, I might be taken off Bachelor in Paradise from doing the podcast just because it's All been right. a long haul. We got a lot, we got a lot of seasons on top of seasons, but I was thinking, I was like, I was like, do I do something else? Like, do I do some like silly, like TikTok summary that's like super short about like the stupid things that happen in the episode or whatever, like something like that. But um, because I kind of feel like I'm like, they're, they're on vacation on the beach. I should take a vacation too. But um, yeah. but I am definitely going to lie. I'm going to live tweet it regardless uh, because I love the show so much. It's such a fun one. Um, I'm really excited about it. So I think my fun. husband would love if I took it off from doing the podcast. He's always like, this show Listen. never ends. <laughs> fair take a break listen to some recap podcasts without having to record recap podcasts just like be an enthusiastic walker and listener for a while and yeah I don't know you could do like Instagram stories or TikTok or something like that something that's like less less intensive but still enjoyable whatever you decide to do I'm looking forward to talking to you about it at least behind the scenes because 
so excited for it. Part of me was like, maybe just maybe just do like one episode recapping all of the season or something oh, yeah. and like have several guests come on and like all talk about it or something. Because I think it's just and that would that would feel very in keeping with the show, because like, like as much as night one on a bachelor bachelorette season is overwhelming i feel like all of bachelor in paradise is like that it's just like storylines coming all these different directions all these people like i need i feel like i need to do my homework before the season starts because like i want to look at the people who are known to be coming in and there's a there's a small handful that i'm like i don't remember much about you so i want to like remind myself their story because i feel like they show up on the beach and then it's like either Either they reference that story or they just kind of like start with the other people interacting with them, like with that in mind. And I think if you don't know it, you kind of don't get the same like takeaways from the conversations. So I feel like I need to catch up on that. But um, I'm excited. They have some older folks coming too, who I'm not that excited about. I have to be honest, like I'm not that pumped to see Tia or Demi, but I'm pretty excited to see Becca Kufrin on the beach. That's a fun one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, there are like so many people to choose from this time around. Natasha Parker will be there, who I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, Grocery Store Joe is coming back. Just like, I don't know, some, a good mix of, of new and old. And like, I, I have to say, as much as I didn't love Pilot Pete's season, I'm glad that his women finally like get a chance to do something. Cause that was sort of like the lost season. Yeah. You know, it was like right before the pandemic. And the um, after the final rose was like the last live thing taped before quarantine. And so I'm like, these women, like some, like I think Kelsey is on this season. I don't know who else, but I'm kind of like, they deserve Champagne Gate Kelsey. Yeah. They deserve to live free and find love or at least fun on the beach. So I'm excited about like the vast pool of people that they had to cast from. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of them kind of endured some of the I don't know I feel like there's there's always sort of like a little bit of the negatives that come with being on the show and I think some of them kind of endure that knowing that oh it's like coming out of the show they're gonna kind of have a little bit of notoriety and then they can go on to like a bachelor in paradise which gives them the opportunity if they weren't really like shown to be who they really are on their that season then they have the moment to really kind of be more expressive because it's like harder for them to it's harder for them to like I mean they do still but it's harder for them to edit as much of who someone is down in Bachelor in Paradise, assuming they actually interact with people and have conversations. I mean, there's definitely people who go on Bachelor in Paradise who it's very clearly not their kind of vibe, like, to be there. And then those people don't really interact and we don't see them and it doesn't really change our perception of them, right? So, um, but I think it's going to be interesting to see them. I think that'll be good. I think it's fair for them to have their moment and I'm looking forward to seeing them. I think it'll be fun. And I think there will, of course, be some that you're like, I could have lived without seeing you, but you know, we'll see. Right. There's always some of them. Hey, I love a good Bachelor in Paradise redemption arc. Uh, yes. So I'll, I'll be excited to see what. I also finally I ended up blocking Reality Steve on Twitter because I didn't want to see any accidental spoilers. So I'm going to try to stay away from spoilers. And... I should do that because yeah. I I don't think I st- like there was a period where I did follow him because he would share interesting things that weren't spoilers and I would be like I can maneuver this like I can dodge these bullets and like no I can't um and so I don't think I I did that that's the best way I would think right because then you never see anything it also means then if somebody retweets something of his I also don't get that amazing all right doing that when we finish this worthwhile (laughs) for like times when you really don't want a spoiler it's sorry like sorry Steve you're providing a service to someone to people who aren't me um, but I don't want the spoilers. I just want to enjoy it. And so I finally just blocked Reality Steve. And now I'm smart. less likely to see spoilers. That's smart. Yeah. 
I just, I, I know some people enjoy that. I, it's just not my thing. Like, I just feel like yeah. taking away, knowing a lot, like taking away the ending or like with Bachelor in Paradise, taking away, you know, who some of the surprise people who are going to show up on the beach. Um, yeah. Kind of takes away from the show a little bit for me. And I think I, I need those moments for it to feel like a, like a great experience for me. And you take, yes. take that away and it's just kind of like just another show. Um, so I, I agree. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's been any big pieces of Bachelor news in the past week. I know we not I can't think that of I can really think. You, of. I don't remember if you talked this week that Ashley and Jared are pregnant. We did talk about that a little bit yeah. last week. Yeah, so that was um, that was nice to thing. see. Um, I saw that Lauren Lindbeck was in the hospital. And yeah, out. for mastitis. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's um, good. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else. Kind of, kind of yeah. it. I did see people were posting, which I don't remember this. Um, you're talking about Reality Steve, which reminds me that he used to do those, um, those like Instagram lives with Ashley Spivey and no longer does them based oh, on yeah. like all the allegations that came out against Reality yeah. Steve. And she's like distanced herself from all things Bachelor related, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. Like she's got a lot of things going on and she doesn't need that. And like I... I, I love her. Like she has her like book club that she does. And she, I just think she's a really fun yeah. person. But, um, but I, and I didn't read, it was like an old article and I completely had missed it, but somehow it got pop, pop back up again. I forget if it was on Reddit or one of the, um, or one of the bachelor Facebook groups, but that she like went on dates with Chris Harrison. Did you know that? Like that popped no. up for me this past week. And I was like, I've never seen this before. How have I missed this? And I just loved it because wow. I think it popped up in one of the Bachelor fan groups. And but it had come from like years ago, and she posted this on Reddit. And like people were saying something about like you know who has has Chris Harrison dated anybody in the franchise? And she was like, I went on a date with it. Like she she just responded it on a on a Reddit thread. And I was like, one, I was like how did I miss this? But two, I was like, I just love her more. Um, so That's I just so miss Ashley Spivery in the bachelor yeah. universe. Um, yeah, anyway, I thought that was too. funny she tidbit. Um, Chris Harrison had his, Chris Harrison had his 50th birthday. Um, oh. It's very, it's yeah. I saw, cause I still follow um, Lauren Zima on Instagram mm. and um, she, I guess did a big thing for him for his birthday. It's just, it's all, it's all so strange, but yeah, I'm, uh, so there's that. I'm, I'm not, I, I unfollowed both of them. I was sort of like, I never really loved Chris Harrison, but I followed him for the bachelor news. And now yeah. I'm kind of like, I have to be honest. I, like, even though I don't love Caitlin and Tasha as hosts necessarily, mm-hmm. I don't miss Chris Harrison like literally at all. Um, I've like kind of already forgotten about him. So, you know, I, I hope he's doing well and learning to think some better views on the world happy birthday yeah. to him and he got a really nice payout from uh from the show for his retirement slash birthday so god's i to him. really want to know the dirt like because he was like saying that he was oh, gonna yeah. like spill the dirt on the show i'm like that that is what i want whatever whatever the that yeah. is but yeah, there's no like non-disclosure go. agreement that ends up. There's no uh, timeline when he's allowed to tell us he got paid out to stay quiet forever. <laughs> so, for life. but yeah, I'm, for I would life love to know that. Yeah. Well, maybe someday, maybe someday. 
But in the meantime, I guess we'll find out what's going to happen this rest of the season in the next two episodes, it seems like. Um, it sounds I'm, like I'm, we're both expecting Blake to win, right? We're on the same. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't see there's any, Gre- Greg is so moody. I just don't <laughs> see, I, I just don't. He's a little emo. I, yeah. I just. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, I was I was talking about this with my friend and I was saying, you know, I just don't understand it. I'm like, if he's acting, like, he's just so boring. And she's like, but that's what he's going for. He wants to be, like, the boring, like, guy that she's attracted to because, you know, he's just so, like, guy next door and whatever. And, like, he's supposedly he not like, really like that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I just... I don't know. And I just don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Like just knowing that he's been someone who's been trying to get into the acting space. I didn't realize that he had been trying to get on the show for like quite as many seasons as it turns out. Like he's been trying to get on. Yeah. For like, I think they said like three seasons or like, so like enough that he's made like a concerted effort. He went to a somewhat, I'm not, not up on my acting schools, but Apparently, from what I was reading, the school he went to, which I also don't remember the name of, was um, was a pretty like well-known acting school. And so he had it originally, I think, on his LinkedIn bio. It's now completely like removed. All of his posts on social media that reference like this part of his life and anything he's done acting related have all been removed. So it's like he's like as much as I complain about all the people on the show who like don't they're not smart and going back and cleaning up the stupid things they posted on social media. I mean, he's really thought about this a lot. Interesting. And the yeah, fact that like he's that. it just feels quite that so calculated. Fine. I just so yeah. so when she said like, "Oh, he's he's going for the boring role." I'm like, oh, "You're right." And that makes him even creepier to me. <laughs> so yeah. I just, I'm just interested yeah. in me. I think his family's going to be boring, but, like, it's hard to get your whole family to act along with you. So even yeah. if he's acting, I'm curious to see what the what the hometown or home visit, whatever they're calling it, yeah. what that's like. Because I, yeah, like, hard, tough to get your, like, mom and dad to act, uh, well, even if you're putting it off. So and thinking about it, it's like, when I'm around my family, I mean, I so I studied abroad in Spain when I was in college, and whenever I would call home, my host mom would be like, don't worry about, like, me listen because she was like fully fluent in English she's like don't worry about me listening on your conversations because when you call home I'm from Alabama um when I would call home she said my voice changed so much like just morphing like talking with my family that she yeah. couldn't understand a word I was saying so like I feel like the same way it's like he's you know these people yeah. they bring their family and it changes a little bit about how they how they act because they're like in this yeah. context they're surrounded by all these people right so like how I, I want to see him in that situation. Like, is he going to continue to be, if he is acting, is he going to continue to be this other version of himself, which I'm sure would be very weird for his family unless they are yeah. in on the whole thing. Like, it's just, there's so many weird layers to it. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see, but yeah. Blake, on the other hand, I like Blake, but I don't think Blake can act to save his life. Like he's just no. sort of like caveman, sex guy who loves animals and like I don't know but Blake is like to me just like a like a simple dude not simple in like a dumb yeah meaning dumb he is sort of like a simple pleasures in life kind of guy I think and I I think it would be hard for Blake to like be yeah like I, I don't actually think Blake is calculating even though I sometimes think he's kind of 
dumb or like I don't like what he's doing. Like I don't always love him. I think he is very just like straightforward in yeah. who he is. And so I think there could potentially like be a, a pretty obvious difference between the two of them on their hometown. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll definitely be curious to see. And then poor Justin, again, like a non-entity. I think he's great, but I, I just don't think he has any chance of winning. And so no. it feels like not even worth it to talk about him. But still waiting on that montage of Justin faces. I mean, do you... If anybody out there, do, if anybody out there makes one, please tag me in it. I really want to see. Yeah. I want someone else to do it. I feel like someone it, has to do it. it. Like when he gets, when he gets like sent home, whatever a point that is, I feel like, which obviously has to be next, yeah. let's be honest. Well, unless, yeah. unless again... Unless Greg self-eliminates or something beforehand, yeah. like then it becomes like a who knows. But whatever point he leaves, I feel like someone's going to do that because, I mean, they yeah. they have a fair amount of, of gifs that they did of him, of his face and whatever, because yeah. people were wanting them. Right. Whereas I, tr- I tried to post something last night about Michael A. and there is one with him. I'm like, he only gets one? Oh. You got, Like they were really, wow. they were really, they were really like skimpy on the season as far as like what they did for her season when you could like look online of like the clips from the episodes Mm -hmm. very little from from katie's season um which which at first i was like i don't know it's kind of it's it's interesting because i feel like the ratings have been kind of low for her season and i think i've noticed that when it's come to like people engaging on social too it's just felt a little lighter and i think they've kind of split their audience a little bit because i think people coming out of Matt's season, I think people were kind of like, oh, this is my Bachelorette or this is my, you know, I think some people have been like, I'm watching yeah. this one or that one. Because I had, I had some of my, some of my friends who were on the podcast last season and they were like, oh, we're waiting for Michelle. So like, Aww. I think some people did set yeah. up this season, but I don't well, know. I, could I think never it'll be interesting to see. As much as I would sometimes like to. I know. I don't think I'll ever... I'm not sitting anymore out. I, I used to back in the day, but that was before I, I kind of like went all the way in, so... You know, here for the ride. Here for the ride. But I think it'll be an interesting – I think it's going to be a bumpy end of the season ride. Yeah. But yeah. But the payoff the payoff will be, you know, cocktails on the beach. So I think it'll be good once we get there. Yep. Yep. Be here in a minute. Cool. Well, thanks for coming back on to chat through this week. No, um, thanks for and having Yeah, it was, it was an interesting week. I think it set us up for an interesting end of the season. Um, oh, before you go, though, I have to ask, do you think Michael A. is going to be our bachelor? Good question. Uh, I think he would be great at it. They would have to pull, like, an Emily Maynard, right, where they bring, where they either film it. I mean, probably nobody wants to come to Akron, Ohio for filming. Um, so maybe it would be him bringing his child with him um, to filming. But, you know, they would have to have to jiggle some things around to make that work. Um, I'm also a big Andrew fan, and so I would love mm-hmm. to see Andrew in that lead role. Um, and in the meantime, Michael recently posted a, a photo that he tagged as being Pacific Beach, but it is definitely in front of a bar that is on the street I live on. So maybe I will see Michael A. around town. <laughs> I mean, I'm married. I would still love to see Michael A. around town. Uh, and, be a fun you know, sighting. Yeah, if he is the ba- if he does end up being the bachelor, I can say that I spotted him in my neighborhood. In way the back. wild, well, I think um, <laughs> I think it, I, yeah, I think Andrew has to be an interesting bachelor. I just wonder, like, with I don't know, like with the stuff that came out about the the social media tweets, like from him, I just I, do you think that they'll view that as too much of a liability for him? Do you think that kind of spoiled his chances? I don't know. They didn't seem. I mean, I, I have to be honest. I haven't gone too deep into them. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I 
got, they seem to be not as bad. I mean, they're from like a decade ago, largely, right? No. Um, so just, Justin's were the older ones. Oh. Andrew S's were the more recent oh. ones. So hmm. I think they were from yeah, when he was I don't like know. 19. I guess I, I oh, see, yeah, I mean, that's still like an adult, but I don't know. I'm 36. If I think back to yeah. what I would have been tweeting on social media when I was 19, I'm like, God, I hope that that wouldn't ruin opportunities for me now either. Um, but yeah, also, I yeah. haven't looked at them, just, so I don't know what exactly he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Were they like, no, it'll be interesting to see. I feel like it was stuff that I think there were some racial layers to it that I think a lot there was a lot of disappointment around like that you know they would have hoped that he would have said something a little different I I, I, and to be fair I I read them a few weeks ago and I don't remember the full details of them but I just there's been so much scrutiny and I yeah it's well it was interesting because it got picked up by some outlets but not like the main outlets like it's the stuff that like really i mean unless you have google alerts set up you might not have seen them because it's like (laughs) like like i I, some of these urls i'm like am i gonna get like a virus because like like i don't know this site you know um so it was like some random things but you you click on them and it's like when they're when they're linking to actual tweets like embedding actual tweets it's like all right i don't know i don't know who you are.com but uh (laughs) But, you know, you have actual tweets in here. So, like, you can't make that up. So, it's, like, yeah. legit. So, right. um, so I don't know. Well, we I don't just, know enough about that to say. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like the show's gotten so much backlash about social. Yeah. All, all I know is that from what I have seen of him on this episode, I just, like, he seems delightful. Or the, not this episode, this season. He seems delightful. And, you know, if it seems like something that could be viable, I think he would be a great lead. Um, but obviously, yeah. if he has, like, really charged past tweets, and that's probably not a great fit. So that's disappointing yeah. because I would like to see more of him. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll see. When I mean, I assume they're going to wait to announce The Bachelor, right? Because they have a whole other season of The Bachelorette right after this. That's what I'm thinking because, you know, I, I, people are getting all, like, hyped up and excited about, like, I want to know. And it's like, I really don't think it's going to happen because I think we're going so soon into Bachelor in Paradise. There is going to be a whole other set of guys. I feel like they're going to want to wait and make the best decision. So I just feel like they're going to want to like think through and not rush that next decision because I think the other was just kind of a... Yeah. So I think they're going to want to like take a minute, like look at the look at the ratings and look at what people are saying. And, you know, Mike Flies has to put up his stupid poll. Um, So (laughs) then they'll like... (laughs) Then they'll like figure who it is. So I feel like they're gonna wait. I think a little bit is my yeah. Thought. Well, I'll be curious to see whenever it does happen. But we have so much Bachelor Nation between now and the next season of The Bachelor that anything could happen. Anything goes. That is very true. That is very true. So I look forward to seeing what's gonna happen in the next couple episodes. What happens on the beach, and we'll see a whole another season in a hot second. So lots going on. Lots going on. So, but anyway, we will talk with you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor news. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.